Because strong, stable communities starts with the health of its individuals. Because access to mental health support should be available to everyone. Because recreation helps us become healthier and connect socially. Radio, Artbeat Studio helps people with mental health issues on their journey of healing through art. This week's Winnipeg Impact makers Bernadette Feeks and Sherry Boyce are hosting the second annual Balanced Life Experience Wellness Conference and Expo to benefit local charities. And we'll have highlights from this week's Because and Effect with Chef Ben Kramer. All this and more on Because Radio. Hello and welcome to Because Radio episode number 24. My name is Robert Zirk. And I'm Sonny Promolo. Sonny, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's getting a little chilly, but you know what? It's Winnipeg. That's true. And uh, and we're now in October, only three months left in the year before 2020. It feels like 2019 has just flown by. But nonetheless, we've got a great show on for you today. We're going to start things off with our foundation feature, which uh, this week focuses on health, wellness and recreation. Recently on the show, we've been speaking about art therapy. And today we'll learn a little bit more about a particular local organization that really focuses on helping people who are living with mental illness, uh, helping them on their healing journey, as well as uh, providing empowerment through art. So I'll be speaking with Wynn Pham. She's the executive director of Artbeat Studio, as well as Nigel Bart, who is the studio facilitator at Artbeat Studio, to learn a little bit more about Artbeat's programming, as well as the Art Saves Lives Benefit concert that's taking place next week, October 10th, at the West End Cultural Center. So we'll have more details on that as well and that's all coming up here on because radio this week's foundation feature on because radio focuses on health wellness and recreation Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I'm now joined by Wynn Pham. She is the executive director of Artbeat Studio, and Nigel Bart, the studio facilitator at Artbeat Studio, to uh, learn more about Artbeat Studio's programming and an upcoming event that's taking place on October the 10th, so just a week away from today. Wynn, Nigel, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for having us. So first of all, tell our listeners a little bit about what Artbeat Studio does. Artbeat Studio is a nonprofit charity, and we offer services and programs to help marginalized people dealing with primarily mental health issues use art to help them recover from their issues, problems, and also gain empowerment and um, develop skills in the arts that will help them economically and help the community economically. So. 
That's great. And Artbeat Studio is kind of the umbrella for several different projects that go along with that vision. Can you tell us about each of those projects specifically? At the core site where we um, started Artbeat 15 years ago, we offer programming very holistic based. Um, We focus on nutrition, physical health, but mainly the art is what helps people um, heal from their on their journey and it's very much like an artist retreat people come with their issues and some may be inexperienced doing art and some may not even identify as being an artist but when they go through this program it's like a mentorship almost um, or an artist residency they come and the community is essential there's eight artists in total at a, on a six month period and we walk with these people we don't claim that we're the only solution. Um, people have to take care of their health in all facets, medically, all, all physically, like every aspect, spiritually. The creative aspect is very important. Like, our beat has always been a unique program, and we're very out of the box. And I think in this day and age, like, to think out of the box helps people find creative solutions to problems where, you know, a lot of issues lie based on sort of just a one-way sort of thinking Um, but with creativity and art people can um, find methods of helping themselves in a way that benefits community society themselves without hurting anyone you know or hurting themselves so that's basically what we offer a really hopeful uh, way of helping people recover from their mental illness and um, we have critiques we have gallery hops it's a lot of fun we really go by three pillars of heal create and empower so over at our beat studio the artisan residency program It's more of a healing journey for the artist. And then after that, we have Studio Central, which is our urban art center, where there are free art workshops. Uh, We call them creative techniques. And that's where the create uh, pillar is. And that's where the artists, after the program, and maybe even during the program, they are able to participate in these free art workshops. And Upbeat Artworks is our social enterprise. And that's... That's our empowerment, and that's where they are there to sell their artwork. They are empowered by that they are real artists. The store, the boutique only, like we display art by alumni, and it's a whole art management process that they learn as well. At Artbeat, they start their journey. It's a healing journey. A lot of the artwork is process. And then once they graduate on, they move over to Studio Central. Mm -hmm. But we serve a huge, broad clientele at Studio Central. Like, we're not just about the alumni, because we serve the residents of the whole community there. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, it's mainly the downtown core area we're serving there. And our artists are like leaders in the community because they've gained this ability in their recovery process. And then when they go on to share their work in the store, it's art for a social purpose. I like the way that you depict that as a journey. You know, it's a total journey. Seeing people going down 
down a more positive path. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really great. What is it about art that can have such an effect on on people's mental health? I'm going to talk about my own mental health for a second because I see tons of people. Like we have over about 300 people who've gone through a program, and I'd say most of the majority of them really appreciate what we're we're doing, and they they've grown uh, tremendously. But my own experience, so I was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and I have my own mental health issues on top of that. But the way art has helped me heal, it's provided hope that things can get better. And whether it's been like just musical artists that I love to hear, like bands that I love to hear, visual artists, um, going to art school was a, like I met a community there that I could relate to. So I've always been an outside of the box thinker and not always fitting into mainstream sort of culture but something about that being able to appreciate people who are who are marginalized and just like finding hope there you know finding hope in the dark sort of places because a lot of us fall through the cracks you know and there's a lot of dark alternatives out there but when you turn to art you express all that dark emotion the dark feelings the dark thoughts you put it on paper or music turn it into song paintings and suddenly you have a beautiful vision created and someone else can appreciate it. It's like communicating something that you're going through. So being able to communicate is something we're trying to help these people do and heal from it. Like, you know, there's, I think when you expose this stuff from the darkness, then there's light and that's when it can heal. It's so important to have an outlet. Exactly. Holding on to it is just not a good way to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just hard to really express those emotions. So art would be a way to, like Nigel said, to communicate or just to let others know what exactly you're feeling. I'm wondering if you can speak to the community that forms among the participants at Artbeat Studio and how art not only has promoted a, a positive individual growth and healing, but, but also that, that element of community and how people have been able to help each other along the way. Well, it's peer support, right, When yes. Like, it's my family started this organization 15 years ago, and we went into it basing it on our experience. So the peer model works, consumer-led peer model. And when you get people who are all on the same page, like people who understand each other have gone through the horrendous experience of mental diagnosis with mental illness and like the pain, the, the fear that goes along with that. And there's, you know, the feelings of no hope, you know, and just going down a maze of places and you don't know where this is going. So when you find a community who can kind of gather and knows what, what they're, you know, it's like they feel the same thing. It's that shared it's like experience. shared experience. Yeah. And so when you bring the community together, who we, you know, we know what, how we can relate and we're always trying to figure out how we can bring people into the understanding that this is really important for people. I'm speaking with Win Pham and Nigel Bart from Artbeat Studio. Coming up after the break, we will learn more about Artbeat Studio's upcoming fundraiser, the Art Saves Lives Benefit Concert. So stay tuned for more here on Because Radio. Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and we're now rejoining my conversation with Win Pham and Nigel Bart from Artbeat Studio. And 
learning a little bit more about Artbeat Studio's upcoming fundraiser on October 10th called Art Saves Lives. It's a benefit concert. And here's Win Pham, the executive director of Artbeat Studio, to tell us more about it. We have an Art Saves Lives benefit concert on October the 10th at the West End Cultural Center. We have live music from Nation of Two, the Bart House Band, and Chris and Dave of Doc Walker. You know, we will also have um, 50-50 raffle and also prize raffle, as well as a silent art auction. So the tickets are available online on our website, artbeatstudio.ca. And, you know, the best thing about this raffle nowadays, it's online, so you don't need actual paper tickets or anything like that. You can buy them, and if you have something else that day and you won't be able to come, even though we would love for you to come, you can still buy them and have a good chance to win. We have two prizes. So the first one is a private dinner from Chef John Bennigan, who was actually an alumni of Artbeat Studio. So he's a private chef and dinner for eight at your home or any place you want in with inside the city. And also a house concert by popular band Cassati for about 30 people. And that's one prize. And the other prize is a six-hour house cleaning donated to us by Jenny King. Artbeat is a very cost-effective, speaking about financial things. We're, we're raising this as a campaign, Art Saves Lives. We do this every year because we rely on grants in general. Donations are a big part of how we raise our funds. You know, as you know, like hospital stays are tremendously expensive. And when we can find a community-based solution to, keep, to help people, empower them in navigating themselves throughout the community um, without having to stay in hospitals all the time and, and go through that revolving door. So it's very cost effective. And, you know, this year we're, I guess we're halfway there almost. Are, are we mm-hmm. halfway? Wind? We are halfway. It's like 50, 150,000 mm-hmm. is our goal. Yes. And that's kind of our main budget there, right? Yes, yes. So like comparatively to hospitals and mm-hmm. and budgets as they go, uh, our beat is pretty cost efficient. Yes, and, uh, we are the cheaper option, I would cheaper. say. So, much cheaper option. Yeah, so um, <laughs> um, I'm hoping people out there will maybe make a small donation and just um, take an interest in what we're doing. One of the great things is how essentially, you know, as you mentioned, you, you provide the tools for people to yeah. go on their journey of healing. And on the topic of the fundraiser, what a cool way to see the impact when you have alumni who are presenting their own work or even the art that's available at, uh, at Upbeat Artworks. People can head on over to Portage Place and, yes. and see the difference that programs like Artbeat Studio mm-hmm. are making. And you know, like a purchase from Upbeat is really saying that you support local local art, you're supporting a charity, you're supporting mental health recovery through the arts, you know, you're supporting a person who is going through a mental health journey, you know, because they price their own artwork, and it's not just paintings, you know, we have jewelry to pottery as well, prints, 
and you know it's 80% goes back to them and they donate 20% back to us just to keep this program going because you know as we all know mental health knows no bounds like we've had students right out of high school to somebody who's 72 years old and every occupation your nurse doctor unemployed CEO and if you haven't experienced your own personal mental health just yet I'm sure you do know somebody who has so when you support an alternative organization that's trying to make a difference mm-hmm. through doing something positive you're not only helping RB but you know I think you're helping your brother your, or your yes. sister or your son or your nephew you're helping these people who are dealing with their stuff I think people living with mental illness really need advocacy and help in supporting them in their journeys and to see how people can recover is a hopeful thing so my journey has got me this far so I'm very happy where I've had so maybe that'll get, provide some hope you know the art has helped me and we hope people can come and support Artbeat and to share in the celebration with us and so if uh, if any of our listeners are interested in learning more about the work of Artbeat Studio or if they'd like to purchase tickets to the Art Saves Lives benefit concert happening next week Where can they go to get more information? Definitely on our website. We also have an event on Eventbrite as well. Just call Art Saves Lives Benefit Concert. So the tickets are available there. Or brown paper tickets as well. We're selling online at two places. You can also pick them up at Artbeat and at the West End Cultural Center and also at our store, Upbeat Artworks. Just give us a call, 204-943-5194, and you'll reach our our beautiful Mm -hmm. team. We have Wynn, we have Kristen, we have Marissa. We have a good team at Artbeat. And, you know, just remember, just a little bit of interest in Artbeat will go a long way. So thank you so much. All right. So again, artbeatstudio.ca is the website. And next week, that's Thursday, October 10th at 7 p.m. is the Art Saves Lives Benefit Concert supporting Artbeat Studio. And that's taking place at the West End Cultural Center. Wim Pham and Nigel Bart of Artbeat Studio have been speaking with me. Wim, Nigel, thank you again so much for taking the time to chat with me today about Artbeat Studio. Thanks, Robert. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Robert. Up next, I've been highlighting impact makers in our community as part of our Winnipeg Impact Makers segment. This week's Winnipeg Impact Makers, Bernadette Feeks and Sherry Boyce, are organizing the second annual Balanced Life Experience Wellness Conference and Expo in support of Winnipeg Harvest, KSEN's Kittens, and Inspire Community Outreach. Welcome back to Because Radio. I'm Sonny Promolo. As you all know, Manitoba is home to some of the most giving people in the country. To share those stories, I'm going around the city to speak with impact makers in Winnipeg. This week, I'm with Bernadette Feeks and Sherry Boyce, organizers of the Balanced Life Experience Wellness Conference and Expo happening at the Assiniboia Downs on October 5th. Thanks for coming on Because Radio. Thanks for having us. Can you give us a little history on your because and why you got started? Bernie and I got started with Balanced Life Experience because we found a need for local business owners and people with 
lots of different skills and abilities and gifts in Manitoba to be able to share that with the community. There's an opportunity to go on stage to to speak, uh, you know, their truth and share messages and education. And we felt that we really wanted to create an event that allowed people to just be able to get on stage or teach a free workshop and for the community to come out and experience that. And something that's definitely affordable for our local business owners here in Manitoba that run small businesses. And I love the fact that we can actually provide that, the free speaking opportunities and the the low cost of the booths. We changed our event a little bit this year um, just because we really wanted to really make it about the business owners and the vendors and the speakers that were coming out to join a larger venue and a larger event and we felt that was really uh, fun to do. So what are some of the focuses of the event? What are some of the things people can expect? We have a super fun fill pack day. We have a main stage where we're going to have um, some speakers throughout the day. We have uh, prof- belly dance performances, dance workshop. Uh, We have some free workshops for people to attend, so we're really excited about that. We also have over 65 vendors, so we have people that can come in and, uh, you know, try some new things uh, to add balance to their life. We have amazing things. We also have um, a very interactive feature is our Cosmic Corner tent. We have a girl named Francesca and she's coming out and she's setting up a space where they can talk about uh, different kinds of things like near-death experiences, spiritual topics, um, anything kind of in the esoteric realm. Uh, So people can come in and, and, you know, have this outlet to be able to share and connect with other like-minded individuals. Uh, So we have a lot of great things going throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, the workshops, we have speakers, like I said, shopping opportunities, a little bit of performances, and uh, education for people to enjoy. So, Very cool. Yeah. So what kind of workshops would you say? What can people do there? For sure. So uh, we actually have a few different uh, workshops going on throughout the day. So we have a a belly dance workshop uh, with Akalia. So you learn some basic moves and things like that. So if you want to get your hip shaken and get a little bit of fitness into your day, you can go with that. We have at the beginning of the day, we have um, life experiences of an ex-hog farmer uh, gone vegan. And that's actually uh, an animal uh, group, uh, animal rights group that are actually out there. It's called Anonymous for the Voiceless. So uh, we actually have partially sponsored them uh, for our event. um, And uh, they're going to share their message and whatnot for people who are interested in veganism or learning more about that. We have uh, How to Show Up Bold and Fearless uh, with Christina Renke, and she's a life coach and a consultant. And her mission is to actually help people achieve their goals with less fear and conflict and uh, achieve a little bit of greater inner peace. So that's uh, something exciting as well. We have Erin Witherspoon. She's going to be talking about her life uh, story and basically in regards to her uh, binge eating addictions and some mental health issues and basically how journaling has helped her through that. We have uh, Glenn who will be giving us an introduction on singing bowls. So he's going to be coming and speaking about him and his uh, Sound Temple events and introduction to singing bowls. And we also have a mantra meditation. That's going to be really exciting. Uh, We are very excited about the different kind of workshops we have throughout the day that people can come in and those are totally free with admission. Absolutely. 
So yeah. like a whole plethora of speakers and workshops. Another thing that's great about this event is that you'll also be raising funds for Winnipeg Harvest, Quesan's Kittens, and Inspire Community Outreach. How did you get involved with each and uh, how will you provide support to them? Last year, actually, we'll kind of start with that. Uh, we decided to support two different animal rescues. So it was Save a Dog Network Canada and uh, Rescue Siamese and Straight Cats. Now, Bernie and I we love animals. Mm-hmm. I have cats. I love cats. Brittany loves cats. I cats. <laughs> and the cats are the thing nowadays. So we wanted to, again this year, uh, support definitely local charities. We know that Winnipeg Harvest is something that everybody recognizes. There's always a need for you know food and support for families out here in Winnipeg in the community. And then we also, again, we love cats. So we got another cat rescue in there. And uh, Inspire Community Outreach, uh, we also had them at our event last year. We uh, They had a table with us and they had a little bit of a, a Mandela coloring station so both of us uh, feel that mental health is absolutely something that we need to support and they're a great organization that are trying to provide these different kind of community supports and we felt it was just a really good fit kind of a little bit of body mind spirit related so yeah we just wanted to bring them on board again very cool so Mm -hmm. how can money be raised for these organizations Oh, we have an amazing raffle draw for uh, Winnipeg Harvest. Uh, we have one volunteer who's gone around the city collecting prizes for this raffle draw. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a, a prize table and come on out and check out the wonderful collection of items for the Winnipeg Harvest. And we're going to have two 50-50 draws, one each for the Kitten Rescue and the other one for Inspire. Yeah. For those looking for more information about the Balanced Life Experience, where can they go and is there anything else that you would like to add? We really hope that uh, the community comes out and supports these wonderful speakers and workshop facilitators and entertainers and people with their magical gifts. It's greatly needed to support local business and local talent and you're going to have a great day if you come out. Uh, We have so many things happening. There's going to be something for everybody. So we really hope you come out. We have an active Facebook page, uh, so Balanced Life Experience. You can find that on Facebook. We also have a website, so that's www balancedlifewpg.ca so you can contact us or see the schedule and and the times and we have uh, active tickets on Eventbrite as well so it's $5 admission Wellness News Winnipeg is our sponsor and uh, if you catch one of their wellness news newsletters you'll actually have a two for one coupon oh. so if you can bring that in you can get uh, two for one bring your friends yeah and I just want to add uh, something in is that we have such a variety like Sherry and I were just discussing this morning on how amazing the variety of vendors that we have mm-hmm. um, as well as our, our speakers and our workshop leaders we have fitness we have fitness coaching mm-hmm. nutritionists we have um, we have a number of readers. We have healers giving treatments. Uh, we have different various skincare and cosmetic. We have and, so many things. Environmentally friendly products. and Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's the, the list goes on. It's yeah. everything fits under the umbrella of yeah. a balanced life. Yeah, <laughs> something for everyone, for sure. Really awesome. We're just about wrapped up here. But before I let you go, I'd like to ask, what is one thing that you love about Winnipeg? I love Winnipeg. I really do. I'll be here forever. I really think that my favorite thing about Winnipeg is you always, no matter who you meet, they know somebody you know. It's just, it's such a, it's a, it's a large enough city that it feels like a nice 
bigger city to live in, yet it has a small town feel. Like everybody knows everybody. And and I feel that uh, we are definitely friendly Manitoba. And uh, I've visited other places. And Winnipeg something that you can pass somebody on the sidewalk and say hello give and give them a smile. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Love and that. And yourself, Bernadette? I love our sense of community. Last year's event, I saw after the event how certain vendors or speakers hooked up after the event, maybe did an event on their own together or combined their two businesses together. And that, for me, that is a success beyond the initial success of the event. It's something that you wouldn't expect. and uh, But here, you kind of expect that in Winnipeg because we are so community-orientated and I, I love that sense of community here in Winnipeg. The Balanced Life Experience Wellness Conference and Expo will be held only one day this year on October 5th from 10 to 7 at the Assiniboine Downs and you won't want to miss it. Thanks to Bernadette and Sherry for sharing their story of impact. If you or anyone you know is making an impact in our city, message us on social media by searching the Winnipeg Foundation at WPGFDN or reach out and call us at 204-944-9474 extension 360. Again, that's 204-944-9474 extension 360. We'd love to hear about it. This is Sunny Promolo and you are listening to Because Radio. Thanks, Sunny. Up next, Because in Effect host Nolan Bicknell will be joining us momentarily to share some highlights from his most recent conversation with Chef Ben Kramer. And that's coming up next on Because Radio. Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and we are now joined in studio by the host of the Winnipeg Foundation's Because in Effect podcast, Nolan Bicknell. Nolan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So welcome back to the show. Uh, we have you here almost every week to talk about the latest guest on the Because in Effect podcast. Uh, Nolan, for those of our listeners who haven't had a chance to tune into the podcast yet and uh, are wondering what Because in Effect is all about, tell us about it and how it got started. Sure. Yeah, so Because and Effect is a weekly podcast from the Winnipeg Foundation that I host and produce, and uh, it's all about talking to people in Winnipeg that care about a certain cause and how that came to be, how it's affected their life, and why they do it. So I used to be on this show, formerly known as River City 360, and you know, as with commercial radio, you have a certain sort of format that we have to follow, and usually interviews are you know eight to ten minutes long, and we just found there's so much more to say a lot of times with people. And I found that every time I was interviewing someone who seemed to, I, I was really sort of starting to get them to open up, the time would run out. So because in effect is a chance to sit down for people sometimes up to an hour and just learn about them and, and learn about what causes they care about, how it's affecting their lives and try to inspire people to care about whatever causes they happen to care about as well. That's excellent. And it's been great to learn about, you know, so many prominent Winnipeggers who, we might know who they are on a surface level, but uh, but we don't really have that deep dive about why they care about the causes that they're that they're passionate about. And also introducing us to new people you may not have heard of, but have been doing great work in the community for years and years and years. It's a it's it's a great combination and something that I think uh, listeners should definitely uh, definitely check out. And so, who do you have on on this week's show? This week's guest, we have uh, Chef Ben Kramer. He is a chef that's been in Winnipeg for almost three decades, has been uh, a proponent of locally sourced, sustainable food, and is 
is one of the best chefs in the city and in the country, really. He was such a great guy to talk to and learn about sustainability and learn about local food and just learn about all that sort of thing that we kind of have gone away from in recent years, you know, gardening and, and being able to raise your own food and know where your food is coming from. And, and it's a, it was a really good conversation. And so you always bring us some some highlights from your conversations. Um, what's something you can share about your conversation with Ben this week? We talked about a lot of stuff, as I mentioned. Um, he's originally from BC, moved here in his early career, and really sort of tried to change the way that Winnipeg operated in a way because we didn't have access to a lot of different things and we were, we were shipping in things that we shouldn't have been. And he really kind of helped usher in a new era of local sustainable ingredients into our restaurants and into our kitchens all across the city. Over the years, I've moved from project to project. I've, you know, when I was younger, it was a lot about ego and and getting a name for myself and proving how good I can be and how I can outwork everybody. And, um, you know, as I sort of grew out of that, it became a little bit more uh, about education and about mentorship um, and, and trying to steer the industry in a direction that I think that it should be going. Um, you know, and then I took a job revamping food systems at the University of Winnipeg. Um, again, that was a lot about education and, and trying to prove a business model that, you know, you can do good, healthy, locally sourced food with all those taglines at an institution for cheap. Having someone like Chef Kramer, who has been in the industry for decades, he must have had his finger on the pulse of the different trends in food. Uh, I'm wondering if he spoke to uh, if he spoke to that topic. Yeah, I asked him uh, not necessarily about trends in food. Well, I asked him both about trends in food and trends in in consumers of food. So when we talked about what consumers are like in 2019 versus how that differed from people when he first started his career, I loved what he had to say. Definitely seen a trend of uh, consumers that asked what I consider the right questions. Uh, you know, where are you sourcing your food? You know, a big thing now is how are you treating your staff? Mm. You know, things that were never discussed publicly even a few years ago yeah. um, are kind of at the forefront of a lot of people's minds right now, which I think is great, and that's, yeah. and that's huge. Um, but we do, you know, run into the problem with people who aren't in the industry or haven't been in the industry ever thinking they know better after spending five minutes looking at it. So it, it's, a, it's a bit of a balance. Um, but from a consumer's point of view, like, I think as a chef, we're at the, one of the best times in history because people are holding us accountable. Mm-hmm. They, they, they know. They're watching documentaries. They're watching TV. They're on Instagram. They're reading. Food, food is you know, a huge part of our culture right now, and, and that has its benefits and its downsides. But I think one of the benefits is that people are educated, and they're getting educated, and they're making connections with farmers and where their food comes from. And and that's becoming a little more important. And for me, that's like, that's the greatest. And he talked on the podcast about mentorship and education and how important it was for him growing up and and how he's trying to pass that along to the next generation of chefs. What what were his thoughts on the importance of mentorship? Yeah, I asked him about one one of or some of his mentors and his chefs growing up and how they instilled in him sort of the drive and the determination to do what he does because it's not an easy job and uh, here's what he had to say about that. You know, we were breaking down whole animals in a restaurant that probably shouldn't have been. You know, it it didn't make sense financially, maybe. It didn't make sense space-wise, but, you know, it was the right thing to do. 
from his perspective. So that that passion and that dedication to like putting in the work yeah. because it's worth it and showing me why it was worth it because the end result always was. Right. You know, when when you're when you're breaking down a lamb or you know peeling garlic like a lot of restaurants don't peel garlic anymore you can buy it pre-peeled or pre-chopped but doing that work he would not only it, it wasn't just here's the work we got to do it get it done it was here's why and taste the difference um and really taught me to think about why uh those extra hours and those extra minutes and those extra tasks are important you know i've carried that with me today like forever i don't think that'll ever ever leave what were his thoughts on uh, the, the different trends happening in, in restaurants? You mentioned sustainability. Did he elaborate a little bit more on that? It was exactly that. Yeah, we, we talked about that a little bit. And he thinks that we're in a great place considering the trend of kind of people requiring to know where their food comes from, what farms are being uh, sort, what farms the food is being sourced from. So it was a really, really cool perspective. I'm definitely a big fan that this farm to table single source, knowing where your food came from, name dropping farms on menus. Um, I think it gets a little extreme sometimes and a little showy, but uh, I'm really happy that that is beyond a trend now. I think it's here to stay. It's been long enough uh, that it's kind of leveled out and that's uh, it's becoming now a given that a good restaurant is going to source well, you mentioned that Chef Kramer moved to Winnipeg when he was just starting his career. Um, what was that like uh, for him starting 20 years ago in Winnipeg? And, and how does that compare to what things are like today in the restaurant scene? He talked a little bit about how frustrating it was at first because he couldn't get his hands on the ingredients that he needed to, you know, make what he considered a, a good restaurant. So it was really interesting stuff. Yeah, when I moved here, um, I was still pretty young in my career i had a lot of ego and a lot of things i was trying to prove mainly to myself um but i was frustrated moving here that uh i didn't have access to the stuff that i used to have access to and the cooking that i knew and the cooking that i wanted to do uh so really i had like a couple choices i could move back um which wasn't really an option at the time um i could change careers or hate myself because i'm doing the kind of food that I, I'm fundamentally opposed to, or I could create that market. And, you know, it didn't really feel like a choice. I just, that's just what I did. It, it, looking back on it, it sounds like it was a conscious decision to like push this agenda forward, but it was 100% survival and 100% if I'm gonna enjoy working here where I am, I need to find a way to make that happen. So I, I did. One of the best parts of Because and Effect is uh, the regular segment you have at the end where you uh, ask the same seven questions to each guest, which is a segment you called Just Because. And uh, what were some of the highlights from Chef Ben Kramer's Just Because? Yeah, we ask the same seven questions to everyone, and I love all the different answers that people make. It's a really good insight into how people's minds work, and uh, Chef Kramer was no, no difference. Um, we asked question two, which was, if money, politics, and logistics were no concern to you at all, what is the first thing that you would do in support of your cause? And here's what he said. The education around food in schools has dwindled over the years. When I was in foods, like way back, I remember we did some cooking, but you know, my kids, they, I think they made cookies almost every day, watched the movies, you know. Um, right. And the, yeah, there's a real, real lack of uh, actual cooking and actual nutrition 
in schools outside of some Canada Food Guide textbooky stuff. Right. You know, let's get kids into the kitchen. If I if I had unlimited funds, I would set up kitchens in all those schools and I would make learning food autonomy and not relying on corporations or your parents to feed you, I would make that a priority. Honestly, like that's a skill that's going to carry them for their entire life, probably more than trigonometry is. Some great insights from from a great chef and based on the podcast, a, a really great guy. He really is. So if our listeners are interested in hearing the full conversation with Chef Ben Kramer, where can people hear this episode and where can they listen to uh, the rest of the Because and Effect podcast episodes? Because there's now 16 uh fantastic conversations for people to listen to well thank you for the compliment uh if people want to listen to any of the 16 episodes they're all free and you just go to because and effect.org because a n d e f f e c t.org and there's something for everyone that's what i'm really proud about proud of about this show is that even if you're not a fan of you know food and restaurants and and working in kitchens there's conversations with uh jennifer jones if you're a curling fan or there's conversations with cal barteski who's a a beautiful artist and there's conversations with uh, mark chipman who's a hockey guy obviously Uh, so there's something for everyone if you go to becauseandeffect.org you can find a, a conversation that will hopefully inspire you to care about a cause as well Absolutely. And I would say that there's something you can learn from every episode. Even if you're not familiar with someone, take a chance and listen to the episode because you might end up learning a, a really important insight that you might not have might not have heard otherwise. So be sure to listen to Because and Effect. The website again is becauseandeffect.org. And that is uh, the Winnipeg Foundation's weekly podcast. And we're pleased to have some highlights here on Because Radio with Nolan Bicknell, the host. Thank you so much, Nolan, again, for speaking with me today. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert and Sonny here with you today. And uh, we're just about out of time for today's show, but we want to give you a little sneak peek at next week's program. Next week's foundation feature will focus on environment and animal welfare. And producer Jeremy Morantz recently visited the Canada's Diversity Garden site at Assiniboine Park, where he visited the Indigenous People's Garden, which is currently under construction, and spoke with some of the designers and coordinators who are helping to make those gardens a reality. We'll also be learning more about Prairie Wildlife Rehabilitation Center. Members of the Winnipeg Foundation staff recently had the chance to uh, to visit the center for an afternoon and volunteer and help out. And uh, I had the chance to speak with their executive director, Lisa Tretiak, to learn a little bit more about the work that they do in helping to rehabilitate wildlife here in Manitoba. And I had the pleasure of visiting our next week's Winnipeg Impact Maker, Miss Jayla's Cat Cafe and Adoption Center, to see what's up with their new location on Henderson Highway. So we'll have all those stories and more as our focus is environment and animal welfare on Because Radio. So be sure to tune in. That's Thursday at noon and Saturday morning at 8 a.m. on CJNU 93.7 FM. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Because Radio. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you to all of our guests who joined us today. 
Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. Our Because Radio theme music, Call of the North, was written and performed by Micah Ehrenberg. You can find more of his music at micaehrenberg.com. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org. Again, that's becauseradio.org. If you have any feedback about today's show, ideas for stories, or Winnipeg impact makers, please give us a call at 204-944-9474, extension 360, or you can email us at becauseradio at wpgfdn.org. And you can also follow the Winnipeg Foundation on social media at WPGFDN on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Robert Zirk, signing off for Because Radio. And I'm Sonny Pomolo. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.